Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, True Creators, and welcome back to another episode of the True Creator Podcast. My name is Allison Holly, and I have a really special guest, one of my good friends, Robin Bailey. Hi, Robin. Hi. <laughs> and Robin, where are you joining us from? <laughs> I'm in um, a little town in southern Idaho called Buell right now. I'm camping. So actually, I'm sitting at a park in my vehicle because it's really windy outside. And <laughs> I wanted people to be able to hear me during this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. So Robin is a light code activator, and she also does many, many, many other things um, that are very grounded and also very highly activating. Um, and recently, Robin, I know you stepped into... Also, a lot of traveling, kind of like me, um, I know we have a similar purpose in that way, a lot of traveling for your spiritual um, work, for the for what you do as a light code activator. Um, and I wanted to share that with people so that they knew, you know, like, I feel a lot of people are stepping into that right now. And um, yeah, sometimes we're in a little town in Idaho in our car. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. I'm really glad you're here, Robin. And I wanted to ask, we're going to go into all sorts of understanding around light language, light codes, and things like that in this episode. So if you could dive in and just give us a brief description, what is light language? Okay, so light language to me is um, coding. It's speaking codes and so or sacred symbols into our being. So when we speak it for ourselves in meditation, some people already speak it. Um, it comes comes through, and it activates different uh our dna so it recodes our dna and so a lot of we are taught that we have a two-stranded dna but it's more likely anywhere from i've heard from 12 to 22 strands of dna and it's a crystalline dna that we can't necessarily see because it's not carbon based but this is where all of our remembrance is held and so when we speak light language it's actually speaking codes into that crystalline dna and reawakening our our remembrance so that we come into our the power of of who we are the remembrance of how to heal our our bodies the remembrance of our purpose here on the earth remembrance of um, all the activations that we've had throughout different lifetimes to bring it here on the earth wow i love your description of it it's so clear and um 
you know, just as a note, uh, I wanted to share in my ayahuasca ceremony, I saw, I was actually asking to see the DNA. I was really clear that I wanted healing down to my DNA structure and I saw it and it was what I saw. And apparently this is what is the level that's activated in me is I saw 15 strands Mm. and it was, it was rainbow. I mean, it was incredibly beautiful. So thank you for bringing awareness to what, you know, uh, what light language really activates in us and the purpose of it. Um, I know a lot of people are coming into or have come into their ability to speak light language and maybe people are feeling this sort of calling to begin speaking it. Can you tell can you share a little bit about your journey and your experience and how you came into understanding light language and, and speaking it for yourself? Yeah, so I was uh, 20 years old and I was going to a Pentecostal church. And uh, part of that uh, religion, they do what's called uh, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so I was at a service and they were doing being baptized in the Holy Spirit And one of the gifts that often comes through in um, that type of ceremony is speaking in tongues is what it's called. A lot of times you might hear, we say light language, but then when you say speaking in tongues, it actually, people are like, oh, okay, I understand what that is. And so that's how it was activated in me as I began speaking um, in church. And then I went through a period of my life where just that whole spiritual journey. So I separated from uh, religion, from Christianity, from from church, and was just exploring who I was. And there was a quite a while, I would say almost 20 years, where I didn't speak at all. And then I started to meditate more and it just started to come through. And then my background is as a clinical social worker and I did a therapy called EMDR working with trauma with people. And I started to notice that I didn't speak it out loud because I'm like, these people think I'm crazy. But as I was doing (laughs) sessions with people and I was doing the eye movements that I would, in my mind, I would be speaking this light language. And I always innately knew what it was, that it was this coding. And that when I was speaking it, I was speaking this frequency into them so that they could experience the release from that traumatic experience. And so as my journey progressed, I um, stopped doing traditional therapy and started moving into my Reiki practice. And with that, light language would just come through. And again, I started where I would just not speak it out loud. And then it got to the point where I couldn't help it. And I just had to tell people, this is what's going to happen. And then I was getting more downloads and information and meditation of what it actually was doing, that it was actually um, recoding our DNA. And so explaining it to people that way. And it also, um, for me, it helps me when I'm doing work on with people is it helps me to see their actual physical body, see what's going on in their physical mm-hmm. body and where they're holding things. And so that's how, that's how I came into it. It was just something that, you know, morphed and I got more information, was just curious about it and got more and more information. And um, I just, 
randomly, I would always speak. And then probably three years ago, I was doing a 30-day cacao ceremony for myself, just a personal one, taking um, smaller doses of, of cacao daily. And I just, I started just writing it. Uh, writing symbols. One time I was just journaling and I just began writing symbols. And so that's where I'm exploring more of that now is writing symbols and now, and it's come into doing um, mudras. And so I'm exploring that more. And uh, so it's just this whole, you know, metamorphosis and coming into um, what it is, my, what it is I'm to do here on this earth. And so it's been a fun and beautiful experience. And it's really powerful. You mentioned a lot of things that I want to dive back into. One is, and you mentioned in sessions how um, light language helps you see in people's bodies. Can you talk more about what you mean by that? So with my uh, background with the with the EMDR, it's very much body work. And so I'd constantly be saying to people, where are you experiencing that in your body? Because that's where we hold um, traumatic experiences or things that we're not ready to release. We actually store them in our tissues. And okay. so when I when I was do, when I'm doing like Reiki or any type of energy work over a person, it helps me to see it. So I'm like, oh, I can see like in your um, spleen or your your colon or this particular chakra, I can see or feel or sense. I'm not sure exactly the the wording to use because it's kind of all uh-huh. of those things. And um, it helps me to recognize what's going on. And so then I can ask the person, is this something that has been coming up for you? And then it... Um, and they're like, well, yeah, and and then it's able to, I can speak light language into that, and it's able to um, recode it, so that's no longer held in there, and it comes back to that that uh, part of the body comes back into the remember their remembrance. Mm, okay, that's clear, and you know, so it's activating for you as well as for them, and used as um, an energy clearing technique. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that with myself as well. Um, Once my light language was activated and I started speaking it, it really uh, became something that would weave into my channeling. So as I was Mm -hmm. channeling, it would just naturally come through to attune the frequency, you know? So I noticed Um, one time when I wasn't feeling well and I went into a channeled space, the light language came through to tune me up so that I could channel a message. And then at other times when I'm bringing a message through, um, you know, say in the true creator community, this has happened several times where as I'm bringing a, a, a message through, there's almost this understanding that what I'm bringing through is having a hard time landing in people's uh, minds and breaking through into their understanding. And then the light language will come through to help um, activate and break up that space so that the message can enter into people more deeply. So yeah, I feel you on that. It's such a powerful, powerful tool. Yes. I, I love, I love everything that you just said. And because um, like I took your channeling course 
And I, and with that, and so then I started to channel more in, in sessions. I was doing it a little bit, but um, not like how I was after, you know, learning more about it. And that I would have the same experience where in order to get even for me to get into that channeled space, I'd be speaking light language. And then all of a sudden I'd get all these, all this information and um, what, you know, for myself, what I'm doing it for myself or whether I'm with a client. And um, I just, I just love, I love it. And I don't know if you, I think you've um, shared with me that you've experienced this too, that the language sometimes doesn't always sound the same that's coming Um, out and I've noticed particularly working with um, clients where uh, it's not I'm not speaking the same language quote unquote and but as I'm speaking and then I'm done and they're like that sounded so familiar to me it's like I knew exactly what you were saying even though I didn't know you know it wasn't like a English translation um, know what you're saying and it was and I'm like Uh, is what happens is that we, when we're working with clients is that we begin to speak their, I call it their soul language, but you know, like we have fractal soul selves. And so it's, um, (laughs) and it's like those different aspects of self are coming forward and it's like, you need this information in this now moment for what you need to do here on this earth. And so all these different um, parts of self are coming forward and speaking and so it comes through in, um, you know, whether it sounds angelic or whether it sounds like a starseed language or a galactic language or an a- ancient language of this earth that's no longer spoken. But uh, when yeah. it's spoken, whether we're doing it for ourselves or someone is speaking over us, it's like our, we know it. And I love yes. it. I love that. I know. And <laughs> I'm getting all amped up talking about it too, because, <laughs> because it's true it really does it's so activating for my system when i speak it and it's so it just really creates this beautiful alignment in my system and you know my light language it became activated recently um and i'll share a little bit about that uh but since i've started speaking it it's really powerful because people you know, they'll say, wow, I heard your light language and I felt it in my body. I felt it through my system when, you know, and, and maybe they'll say it sounded familiar or they'll say, um, I didn't know what you were saying, but I felt it. Right. And you know, it's just so powerful because it does be, and let's talk a little bit about that. You know, a lot of people, they want to know, well, what are you saying? As if there's a direct translation. Will you share a little bit about that? Because I know you and I have talked about, you know, it's not it's not really a direct translation. Can you share about that? Yeah. So I when I work with people, I let them know like when they ask me that, I let them know that sometimes like the channeled information that comes after I speak it is a lot of times the interpretation of it. Um in interpretation is lightly used because it's there isn't like a direct translation is what I guide people to do is when I speak it to experience it in their body to -hmm. allow themselves to be an observer and just let it move through their body and allow it to speak to their body and they'll get the information that they need through that Mm -hmm. and um 
and so that really helps people because as I'm, I'm speaking and they're, you know, being present with it and allowing it to move through their body. It's like what you were saying. It's, they had this understanding. It's like, I know exactly what that was. Sometimes it's like, I know exactly what that was and they can put it into words. And sometimes it's, I know exactly what that was yet. I don't, I can't tell you, <laughs> you know, I can't say <laughs> this is what happened, but I know that I know something activated and yeah. they can feel it viscerally through their their body and that's what i love uh, it, to me the whole the light language is really getting into your body and being and allowing your body to become that conductor of that frequency and then it's moving out of your body into the actual land into this atmosphere into this earth and around you and so it's just uh, that that's how I explain it and so I'm like I'm sorry I can't tell you the exact translation but I always oh, I, mm-hmm. I love that I love that and you know it really points to this language beyond words and yes. which is energy you know, and the way that I see, I love, I love how you said that and the work that you do with people and the way that I see it is, is also that way. It, you know, we're, we're learning that, you know, our language, um, is connected to the mind and the mental matrix and what we've been trained into. And, you know, this is the one way that we go and this is, you know, this is what's accurate and this is not. And it's all very mentally based and the mind creates parameters to repeat things. That's literally the function of the lower mind. I'm going to, mm-hmm. do, you know, create a box and then I'm going to repeat that box again and again so that we have a common reality that we can exist in. And light language, it's opening up those barriers because it is a frequency. We are vocalizing a frequency or we're moving a frequency through the body and that speaks you know a lot of times we're thinking about you know people are talking about telepathy and many people think of telepathy as I am going to receive word for word what you're saying telepathy is actually you know this here's a here's a concept a frequency concept that is then transmitted and mm-hmm. we're all telepathic in that way, right? We all feel mm-hmm. each other's energies. Right. And so I love what you were just saying about how it, um, like what our lower mind does and what light language is actually doing. I mean, that just was like a light bulb. I'm like, yeah, because it, um, it is opening at that and opening that. And so then the lower mind actually comes into congruence with the higher mind. Yes. And it's beautiful. And so I just really want to, I, that was, thank you for, for that insight. <laughs> and then the other thing, like what you're saying, the telepathy is because I've got this download that it's like, it's almost like light language is a precursor to uh, telepathy because mm-hmm. we've had this experience um, and I've done this with other other clients who speak, 
is that we will speak back and forth to each other in light language and we'll just be like giggling and neither of us know you know like know in English what we're saying (laughs) but there's a there's a part of ourselves that are very familiar with each other and we're having this conversation like oh I'm so happy to it feels like I'm so happy to finally see you again you know it's been so long and and then we can just have this conversation back and forth and um, I've done ones where we're just uh, spend that time with the intention of just blessing each other, you know, opening up whatever frequency they're speaking is what my body needs, whatever frequency I'm speaking is what their body needs. And it's, um, it, that is one of the funnest things for, for me to do. And um, I also mm-hmm. just wanted to share really quick that a side effect from this is that, and you've shared this with me too, is that I got, I've gotten to a a point um, and and I've passed it, but there was this period where it was like, how people talk too much. It's like, they're used too many words. Stop talking because I was so used to speaking light language and you, and you can have a, a, like a 30 second transmission and that can be like a three hour conversation, you know? Mm, I completely forgot that that was something that I experienced. Thank you for bringing that up because I do think that's pretty significant. I wonder if a lot of people experience that when their light language activates, they're like, wow, talking is exhausting. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, so I'll just share, um, I'll share my story of how this activated. And I know that I shared with you, but for for those people who are listening, because it was really recent for me, you know, um, at the beginning of my awakening, maybe a year or two in, I, I don't recall as I was channeling, my guides told me you'll begin to speak light language. And every time I tell this story, it actually makes me kind of sad because in that moment I said, no, that's too weird. And in my life, I was already doing so many things that I felt were so out there. You know, um, my awakening began in 2012 and my entire circle around me, I really had to leave it because, because of how weird, quote unquote, all of these things that were happening with me were. And, you know, I was channeling, I was seeing energy, I was just talking to, you know, our star friends and ET contact and all sorts of things. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to speak this weird language. I, I said no. And I cut it off. And it is something that in the past year or so, I started to feel really sad that I didn't have access to that, that I told myself no, that I didn't allow it to come through because I didn't want to be too weird because now I'm like, it's such a benefit to be able to be weird and to, to talk to people because people, that's a safe place for other people who are going into all of these things as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I recently um, had my second ayahuasca journey experience um, with a beautiful person named Amy, a beautiful shaman. And, um, when I went into that, there was one of the helpers in the ceremony came over and she did an energy clearing as I was in the middle of the medicine. And she began speaking light language over my body. 
Her name's Joanne. I'm so, so grateful for her. And I felt it when she spoke it over my body and she was moving her hands as well um, over the top part of my body and my throat. There was just this emerging from, from the base of me all the way up into my throat. And it was like, it's coming through, it's coming through. And I could feel it. And in the middle of ceremony, um, Amy opened it up and she said, anyone who feels that they need to share something, this space is available for you now. Mm -hmm. And I actually started singing a song and I didn't know the words. And I was like, something's, you know, something's coming through, something's coming through. And then it just happened. It just started coming through. And it was, it was such, I want to say, actually, it was such a strange experience because I heard what was coming out of my mouth. And there's this part of the logical mind that still came through that said, this is weird. This is, you're making, you know, you're making this up. And I was like, am I making this up? Because I don't think I'm making this up, but the the logical mind really struggles with this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I even said, you know, Amy, is this okay that I'm doing this? And I had a couple other participants in the ceremony, in the circle, you know, one in particular, and she was like, please keep speaking. I, I love the way that this feels. And she shared with me afterwards that it was very, very activating for her. And that was something that I needed because again, my limitation, my boundary was, this is so weird, right? I don't want to hurt people or offend people by being too weird, <laughs> which is just silly, you know, but yeah. it's where I was. And it's, it's, it's a barrier that I think a lot of people meet. So I wanted to share that story, um, one, to let people know how it activated in me and two, also to share that, you know, the, the logical mind does struggle with some of these things that come through organically as we awaken. What's your experience with that? So that's one of the, um, also one of the main questions that I get, especially when people are starting to be activated is, is, am I just, you know, uh, is this just gibberish am I just making up words and I just let them know that you can tell when you make up words and so I actually just have them babble you know just start babbling and then I have them get into that space where they're speaking so they can again go back to the body so that they can viscerally experience there's a difference and so mm-hmm. then they know that that there's a difference. But it's interesting for me, I never thought of it as babbling. Or you I never that do. yeah, that never that never uh, happened for me. And then when you say, I don't want to be that weird, and I'm like, huh, I was weird since I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> and it never really felt that weird, other than you know, there's where I did go through words like I'm not gonna speak it out loud because uh, like what you said, like, I don't want to offend people or I don't want them to think that I'm like, um, so some people can think that, oh, this is, or, or have been trained to learn that it's of the devil or it's satanic, or you're cursing somebody when you're doing that. And I just wanted to make sure that people only felt the, um, the love in it. Mm-hmm. And that's only, that's always been my experience. Even people who have kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure about this. And then as I speak to them, they um, 
they're like, wow, you know, a lot of times they hear, wow, that was like six months of therapy in, you know, 45 minutes. <laughs> you <Wow>. know? <laughs> and um, absolutely. so that it, it is, it's definitely intention, what your, your intention is, but I get that, um, mm-hmm. you know, not wanting to offend people, especially, but I hear that a lot, like what you're saying, am I just babbling, you know, that our mind getting in the way. And, yes but we can tell we, we have to trust ourselves you know it's it's that trust it's like no I know and I know when I'm um just being silly and babbling and I know when I'm not you know I love that and I wanted to also share that my experience it's after that moment of activation it really started coming through and So after it initially started coming through with me that first night, I then had it come through the second day of my ayahuasca journey. And as it started coming through, I was able to study it and witness it. And what was happening was it was all of this information and energy coming up through the root of me. And then Mm. it would actually attune it. So it was like this fire hose of energy. My Shakti also got activated that weekend. And when that happens, this fire hose of energy is coming up through my root, through my body. And speaking light language would actually bring it into focus. It would actually um, sort of like create harmony, like tuning up an instrument. Mm. Instead of just this massive amount of light coming through me, it would actually bring it into a focused frequency that felt just incredible. And, uh, and that's what I've noticed that does with a lot of people. And I wanted to, you know, draw the parallels between light language and like, um, uh, yantras, light language and ikaros all of these different sacred geometrical written symbols and things Mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, you, you mentioned that you write light language. Um, Would you share a little bit about, you know, all of that, how the the written and maybe the different ways that light codes come through you, um, not just in spoken word, but, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the different ways that it shows up for you. So it shows up a lot, like I was saying, in symbols. And uh, I've actually purposely not looked up a lot of like sacred geometry symbols or um, different written uh, light language symbols because I want it to be organic you know where it just comes mm-hmm. through and then it, then I've had time then I will sometimes not all the time sometimes I'll go back and I'll find them I'll find other people have written the exact same thing and I did that early on it was just more of a confirmation for myself that I wasn't just um doodling so that's the other thing yeah so either we're babbling or we're doodling and <laughs> um and so the but when I was doing the cacao my 30-day cacao ceremony for myself I'd actually set an intention and say this is my intention so show me the code and so mm-hmm. I have a lot like like that and so that helps me to inter- you know interpret the code and so I knew what it was. So like if I was dealing with um, working on my heart space, I was 
you know, asking for the, you know, how do I open it up? And I've shown some specific codes to do that. And when I, and then I've noticed that working with people, that there'll be times where I'm doing a specific, it's like in the air, I'm writing this, this code over them. And I notice it with several different clients. And, and then I'm like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I know um, that I'm opening this up or I'm activating um, this particular area of the body. And um, so it comes through, you know, written mm-hmm. like that. Um, but when I first started, it was just spontaneous. I was, I couldn't stop. I just, whatever came mm-hmm. through. And then um, I started to do more like mudras. I was just um, moving my, as I was speaking, I would move my hands as I was speaking. And then, uh, so I, I don't know if it, it, so it's what it feels like to me when I do that. I'm doing it right now. I know you can't see me, but I do that often when I'm speaking English. I'll start moving my hands and in, in different mudras over my body, and it helps me to communicate what it is I need to communicate in English. Yes. And, and so it's almost like sign language, the mudras to me. It's almost like this sacred sign language. And I love that. So, so that's what, um, that's what I do. Those are the ways that it ha- ha- comes through. And I know that for some people, it really comes through, through dance, through movement, where they're, uh, you know, dancing around and moving. And that mm-hmm. comes through for me a little bit, but not as strongly as writing or doing um, mudras with my hands. Yes. Oh, I love that. And it feels ecstatic when it comes mm-hmm. through. And I know that you um, teach this and you have a light language course and I participated in that. I took your course um, right after my verbal light language started coming through. So the way that it activated for me was my arms would move and my Mm. body would move as I was channeling. Um, and then the the verbal light language came through in that ayahuasca ceremony a few months later. And then I took your course and my intention with your course was I would really like to have the written information start coming through. And it did while I was in your course, just, you know, being able to be in your presence with the activations that you bring, I was able to start writing light language and I would have dreams with different symbols in it. Um, yeah, I have one. Actually, this will be my very first tattoo. I was guided. Uh, this didn't come through in a dream. This actually came through in the it, while I was in a Rafe ceremony, um, a symbol that I needed to put on the base of my skull because I have a gateway that's very open there. Um, and then I had a dream and it was um, an Egyptian God came through and was speaking to me. And I saw the Egyptian God's light language um, mm. in written form. And I was told and I was having this whole conversation and I you know, this was in conjunction with Helia's dream, loose, uh, lucid dreaming course. Mm. So I'm having dreams of light language. <laughs> and it was just like so many activations happening and it was so profound. But yeah, I was having this full conversation with this um, Egyptian god showing he, and he was showing me his light language. And uh, I mean, it was just really powerful. So 
Um, can you that share? Is beautiful. Yeah, it's been, it's been several months of just a lot of really beautiful activations for me. And, and I have you and Helia and, you know, my whole guidance team, um, mm-hmm. to think that we have, we have our friends as spirit guides as well. Yeah. So I'm grateful yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. We get to have incarnated spirit guides as well. Right. Yeah, it's, it, that's been huge. Mm-hmm. So can you share a little bit about um, your course? And then, oh, actually, would you like to speak light language to each other for a moment? Yes, yes, let's do that. I know you wanted to do an activation and I thought, it would be really beautiful for us to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like that. I like that idea. Mm. I'm just going to pause and let myself drop into space where I can flow through. からのポシシコダシキアド。うなまてな。いしなあからあまいな。あ。いなまあからあや。はしのしは。あしのしはこはいしおほひしにあいきにこにあいとあらやんてこはひしこにあいだしにぽこあどしのうにあまかあらやあ<笑> It does. You bring up a giggle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it, it's really um, speaking to uh, the tears want to come through. It's really speaking to my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so grateful for you. This was so fun. Yeah, <laughs> just that it's so amazing how. Um, everything plays out. I mean, I remember the first time I reached out to you because I was starting to channel and not understanding it and, you know, joining the true creator community and doing, you had the the course just where it was self-paced and then just the different um, things that I got to experience, the different courses I got to experience with you and, um, I'm just so grateful and so happy. And again, I don't have words. <laughs> I, 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 how appropriate to not have words. And, and, yes. um, and I hear you. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for you being in my life as well. And I know that there's so much to come. I know that we're going to be creating a lot together. And I feel so strongly that. Um, you know, I see you and I want people to see and hear what you have to bring to the world. It's really powerful. Mm, thank you. 
So uh, I see you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love for you to share with others how they can get in touch with you and also how they can, you know, learn how to speak and and deliver light language as well through um, your course. Okay. So my um, website is with the earth by Robin.com. And so on there, I have uh, talks about some different services and uh, where it says, if you actually, if you go to book now and click on a a service, you probably get more description than you do on my website. But Uh um, (laughs) So if you, you know, if you're just curious about the different individual services that I, that I offer, they're on there, they're light codes, primarily light code activation coaching sessions is what's on there. Mm. And then I have a, um, coming up, the next course is July 11th and it's going to be on a Tuesdays. It'll be a seven week course on uh, light language attunement. And so that is on there as well. And so there's two different options. You can do the, the course or there's a VIP option where you get two individual sessions with me also. And so you can choose, not everybody wants the individual session. And so I just wanted to do two different offerings for that. Mm. But um, so that's where, that's where you can get a hold of me. You can sign up for my newsletter. There's my website there so that you can connect with me that way. Um, Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. It's just my name, Robin Bailey and Mm. Bailey's B-A-I-L-L-Y. And so a lot of people spell it wrong because like the liquor. <laughs> yeah. Like the, yeah. Like the, you know, how you spell it Irish. It's actually French. And so, um, oh. but yeah, two L's and no E. <laughs> I love that. And thank you so much for being a guest on here. I'll have all of the links for how to get in touch with Robin in the show notes, in the description box below, um, this podcast episode. So definitely check that out. Robin, thank you for being here and thank you for all you do. Um, Yeah. And I'm so excited to share this with everyone. Um, And also I wanted to mention Robin will be an activator slash speaker at my book launch event on July 9th. So be sure to check that out. Yeah, I'm so excited. I am so excited for that. I'm so excited for all the different people that you have brought in to do that and just you're getting your book out there. I'm super excited. So yay, me too. Yes, uh Robin will be offering a light code activation and probably other magical things. There will be several other presenters and speakers and it will be a really uh, magical event. So be sure to check that out. Again, the link to um, get your tickets for the book launch event is in the show notes as well as on my website. All right, loves, take care, enjoy your creations and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the True Creator Podcast today. If you gained any insight or received benefit from anything that was shared, I would love if you would subscribe and leave this podcast a review. Also, be sure to check the show notes 
for anything that you may have missed and links to work with me or one of my guests. Thank you, and I'll see you in the next one.